The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. good today because I don't have that ring light which makes everything all better because uh, Marky Mark knows the last time we had my ring light plugged in to all my computer stuff here it it just like sucked up too much juice and we had problems and I didn't want to have problems with my special guest today because I like him a lot and I don't want to lose one second of what he's about to say and you shouldn't lose a second hearing it either. How you doing? I'm Leslie Marshall and today we have Scott Paul, president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing, the AAM. They're a partnership established by some of America's leading manufacturers and the United Steelworkers Union. Now for over 16 years, Scott and the AAM have worked to make American manufacturing manufacturing, a top of mind issue for voters and our national leaders. And they've done it through effective advocacy, innovative research, a savvy PR strategy. And it's working because we have more, we see manufacturing jobs increasing. Uh, we see with, you know, passage of legislation with the Joe Biden at home in this administration and some bipartisan support from, you know, it's usually between 12 and 19 uh, Republicans uh, that, you know, we have incentives for people to bring jobs back here, to create more jobs here, to have factories here and have more of those strong manufacturing jobs here. Um, we are going to speak with him, but in the meantime, I want you, while you're listening on your computer, watching us, listening, go to at Keep It Made in USA on Twitter. That's the handle for the AAM. Follow them there and follow Scott at Scott Paul AAM. Uh, holidays are upon us and we got lots to talk about. Uh, we were just talking about U.S. made products. I was talking about I just bought a U.S. made refrigerator and, uh, you know, but U.S. made sometimes parts come from other places. It takes a long time. Anyway, let's bring him on. Scott Paul is in the house. He's the man. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Thank you for joining us today. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Leslie. It's great to be with you. When you were talking about your ring light, all I was thinking about is like having one of those extension cords plugged into an extension cord, plugged into the USB stuff, and then uh, there's- So you've been under my desk. <laughs> <laughs> and that could go viral just for that little capture. Like a lot like my desk, so yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I hate wires. Mark knows that. Mark knows I drop a lot of terrible swear words when I'm I'm trying. Well, I'm plugging it. I plug. I can't find where it goes. Mark has to deal with this and be subjected to that. But um, yeah, I didn't want. I'm looking at it and I'm like, I know I'll look better, but I'd rather hear you and see you and have everybody see and hear us. Uh, holiday time is upon us. Um, I like a lot of people get frustrated at my options as a consumer for buying, but then. I look at 
the lists that you guys provide, all the information that's out there, you guys at AAM are a plethora of information with your 2022 Made in America Holiday Gift Guide. I've been using your gift guide for as long as you've had a gift guide, um, I think. Uh, so let's talk about this. Um, we're and, and this isn't just something that I want, and this isn't something we're pushing. This is what polls show three quarters of American consumers would prefer. Three quarters of American consumers would prefer to purchase holiday gifts that are made right here in the United States. A third, well, they say they rarely or never see America-made products while shopping. So it's not they don't want them. They don't feel they have choice in those products, right? And that's a new poll. It was released from you guys, the Alliance of American Manufacturing, um, as you launched this year's 2022 Made in America Holiday Gift Guide. Scott, first, before we talk about, you know, products and we break down this poll, why do you think that is? I mean, because this isn't this this crosses party lines, uh, you know, regardless of somebody's politics, Americans go, hey, I want my stuff made here. I want to contribute to the people here at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great question, Leslie. And the wonderful thing about Made in America or is that there's a lot of paths to by uh, to getting there. For some people, it's about patriotism. For others, it's about sustainability. For others, it's about localization, right? If it's American-made, it's locally made too, right? And for others, it's about you know supporting good working conditions. Uh, for others, it's about quality and prestige. And and others, you know, who particularly folks who live in factory towns, realize that uh, you know supporting their neighbors uh, is going to come back to them uh, as well in the community. And, and you'll get it quicker. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention, you know, it's not going to be stuck uh, in the on, on the on the long on the long boat from China. <laughs> yeah. You know, over the last couple of years, the 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 supply chain issues have brought that into focus. So, so there's yeah, so there's a lot of paths to getting to support made in America. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things that is is rare. Uh, in American discourse, it's it's a universal truth. Everybody likes the idea uh, of American made, and uh, and as we know, uh, consumers want to see more. They want to see more made in made made in America products uh, available. Did you also find in your poll that they not just want to see more, but they want more accessibility to those products? Like they want them in the large retailers. If somebody's going into a Target or a Macy's or a Big Lots, you know, wherever they're shopping, uh, you know, at the mall, right? You know, they they want one and done. They park their car. They want to go in, do all the stores, and and come out. They don't want to have to necessarily go online or go to that boutique store that's not in the mall. Or, or or not right. even go to the boutique store in the mall because they can park on the edge of the mall, just go into the big, large retailer, go in and get everything. They want that product there as well, right? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. And in fact, only like 15% of consumers, uh, so, so just very, very few, say they see a lot of American-made products when they shop, uh, whether that's online uh, or in person. And so that is a tiny Number that means eighty-five percent of us basically uh, don't see uh, a lot of American-made products, and there's that hunger for it. And so, you know, there are some pretty savvy retailers uh, and, and and producers who have caught on to this, uh, I think. But you know, there's also you know there's also these tides of like fast fashion, right? And you know the that you see on TikTok or uh, the the latest greatest gadget and and all of that electronics production uh, is made overseas and so you know there's there's a in some ways we're swimming against the tide so it does 
Um, so, so we want to see more of it, uh, but the, the folks who control the system uh, don't provide that, uh, whether it's uh, you know, Amazon or Walmart uh, or the, the, the producers of this. Uh, we're, we're seeing some hopeful signs, I think, of some realignment there, but, uh, but, but it hadn't caught up uh, with where consumers would like to see it. Your poll didn't just talk about what consumers want, but who they blame, right? Um, 43%, they, they say, this is the reason, this is who they blame uh, for not seeing more American-made products when they are shopping. Who are they blaming? And, who, and, and what are the, where, where's the blame going? Your, your poll shows major corporations and moving production overseas. And a lot of these factory towns, like you said, saw their jobs go there as well. Yeah. So there's still anger. You know, and rightly so. You know, my, my brother worked in the semiconductor business for years and not anymore. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, I think that's what you know, that's what folks have seen is that they, they've seen jobs get shipped overseas. If they don't happen to live in a factory town, um, they've heard about it uh, or they inherently uh, know that's the case when they see the label and turn it over and see, you know, made in China or, or, or another another country. And so it's um, and I want to say this, Leslie, this is not about like nostalgia. This is not like going to the past here. This is really about what kind of a future do we want to see, especially if we mm-hmm. if we are. I mean, I think a lot of people are into localization, whether it's like craft beers or local wineries or farm to table restaurants or farmers markets or all of that stuff. There seems to be a lot of interest in that, but that hasn't, you know, gotten up to the uh, the retail scale, uh, the the way in which it should be. But but there are some very successful companies who who do make their products right here, uh, and they're doing very very well, Leslie. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the annual guide the AAM releases of American-made gift ideas. And one of the things that I like is this online tool not only gives you a variety of ideas and things that are made here in the United States, um, you know, but made locally where you are. You can find, a, you know, a local product or you can find something that's made throughout the United States. We're going to talk about that right in a moment. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue with Scott Paul. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, during the break, check out the Alliance for American Manufacturing uh, on Twitter. And you've got to check out, you've got to check out the 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide. It's free to view. All you got to do is go to, and we'll post this on all our social media sites as well. So you can just click, uh, especially if you're driving right now and you're listening and you, you can't write it down, tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. It has helped me to be a better consumer in supporting local mom and pop made right here in the USA. Check that out. Do some shopping. We'll be back right after this. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He is Scott Paul, and he is president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing. Uh, We're talking with him about the 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide. It's free for you to view. Check this out. Tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. You want to do Christmas shopping, you want to support American businesses and American workers, then you can be a consumer that's going to have better goods, better quality, made right here at home, be patriotic, support, uh, you know, the country and support those, um, whether they're corporations that make goods here 
or their smaller businesses, you know, those small mom and pop family owned businesses that make goods here. Let's support them. Let's not support China this holiday season. Go to, and by the way, China's not supporting us. They have a big push. We'll talk about that. 2022, uh, 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide. Check it out. Tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. Um, we're going to um, continue talking about the gift guide. I have so many things that uh, I want to talk about, Scott. Thank you for holding and, and welcome back. Um, this poll shows that eight in 10 adults, 79%, almost 80%, believe online retailers should be required to include a country of origin label for products like in-person retailers do. I think this is a great idea. We have a right to know where things come from that we are buying and we can do it in person. Why can't we do it online? It's one sentence or three words made in wherever it's yeah. made. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly, Leslie, it should be super simple because a physical product, you know, once it shows up, uh, you know, has has to have that label on it. It has to have a country of origin label on it that says made in the USA or made in China mm -hmm. or made elsewhere. That is a requirement under the law. And so unfortunately, you know, a lot of people shop digitally now and they depend on information. And what's, what gets me, <laughs> and this is true no matter where you shop, is that there will be this extraordinary amount of detail about a product. Like what are the dimensions? Yes. Uh, the fit like? What colors are available, uh, what what fabric. Reviews. <laughs> yeah, all of this stuff, you know, reviews. But you oftentimes don't see anything about where it's made. Right. <laughs> and, and that is intentionally because of what we were talking about before the break, is that people want to see made in America. And if it says, you know, made in China or something like that, uh, they may be a little less likely uh, to, to purchase the product. And so these retailers will mask it and, and that, you know, it shows up and you're like, oh, okay, well, this was made somewhere, you know, it, it's harder to return, right? And so it's just not, people don't-, don't Almost impossible sometimes. Yeah, people don't go through the hassle of that. And so, so it is a, uh, you know, this is a requirement that uh, is not in the law, uh, but that a, uh, you know, bipartisan group of senators, uh, members of Congress uh, want to put uh, into the law, uh, led by uh, Senator Tammy Baldwin. You read my mind. I was going to say there is legislation, it's bipartisan, and it would fix these labeling laws because they're very outdated. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you consider how often you shop, you know, there's a lot of people who shop from their apps or their smartphones, yep. uh, who shop from their computers now, and who aren't necessarily going in to the retail store. And so, they can't see that physical label. And uh, and so having that information, particularly, again, since in almost every case I've ever experienced, there is so much uh, description about a product right. that it, it you know they're intentionally leaving it out because yeah. every other detail about that product is in there, except for where it's made. So, right. and it's change that time. Change. And, and, and that's what consumers want. I mean, according to the survey that you guys put out at the AM, here are the top three major reasons shoppers want to buy American made. 72% say it can boost the U.S. economy. 58% says it creates American jobs. 57% says it supports small businesses. Those are win, win, win uh, reasons. Just one of those reasons is good enough to do it. Uh, uh, by the way, those 
I would say number two and three are, are the biggest ones for me. I mean, you know, I don't think about supporting the economy, but in creating jobs and helping small, small businesses, it's a, a positive residual effect um, of that. Um, so let's talk about some of the highlights uh, from the AAM's 2022 Made in America Holiday Gift Guide. And if you're just tuning in, the way you can get to that, to check out products made in America before you do your shopping, you know, be mindful of this. We don't want to support uh, China and Taiwan. And I'm not saying we don't want to support these people, but we want to support our people, our workers, our industries, our businesses, large and small. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. And if you're driving, you can get it, uh, you know, not just on my Twitter page at Leslie Marshall, you can get it uh, on the AAM's Twitter page at Keep It Made in USA, on Scott's Twitter page at Scott Paul AAM, or I should say feed, but it is your page, you know. And uh, in, in, ad- in addition to that, we'll have it on our Facebook page, on LinkedIn. Uh, we'll have it everywhere that, um, you know, you can see things uh, from us. Once again, go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. Um, so, and it's free. Okay, so let's talk about some places up in the Northeast, Mystic, Connecticut, one of my favorite places. They have great lobster, second to Maine, in my opinion, (laughs) and they have beautiful beluga whales at the aquarium. Um, I grew up in the Northeast and driving from New York uh, home uh, to Boston or between Boston and Providence, um, I would often stop in Connecticut. I remember my husband and I were dating uh, and he was living in New York. I took him home, you know, with me for the weekend to see my mom and uh, we stopped in Mystic, uh, lovely town. So tell us about Mystic Not Work. Yeah, it, it's a cool story. And, and, you know, for those of you, I mean, obviously you know it, but for those of you who don't, Mystic is this very quaint, uh, old uh, uh, seaport, uh, t- you know, tiny seaport in, in Connecticut. And it has a long, centuries, centuries-long history of, uh, of, of uh, both uh, uh, shipbuilding uh, and also seafaring. And so there's been a family who for generations have, have uh, made uh, some of the, the knot work that you see, jewelry made out of knots and other things made out of nautical knots. And, uh, and yeah, they have a shop uh, right there in the main, you know, very close to the, you know, uh, where, where an old velvet factory was. And there's a lot of small shops there, but they, you know, it's a great story. And they have, if you're into, um, the nautical knot bracelets and what have you, that is the place to get it from because it's authentic. Yes. Uh, and this family has been at it for like four or five generations. It's just extraordinary. Right. And Mystic's not far from a Navy uh, town and where they make a lot of what we have in our our Navy. They, you know, I mean, right. I mean, uh, Greenwich, uh, Connecticut. Uh, let's uh, go to uh, the mid Midwest in Indiana, uh, Elkhart, Indiana. Um, and you featured this in a gift guide a few years ago, but we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you're going to tell us about Carved. I had a chance to check out these websites before we had you on today. And uh, I, I, I like all of them. My favorite's coming up, though. Uh, we're we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about this America uh, buying gift guide. But, you know, the U.S. made holiday gifts here in the United States. 2022 Made in America Holiday Gift Guide. Please check it out right now. Go to, and it's free, okay, tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. Pick up a gift that's different, unique, made in America, support American jobs and American businesses, large and small. Back with Scott Paul, back with you right after this. 
Follow Leslie on Twitter. Just go to www.twitter.com slash Leslie Marshall, and we'll be sure to share your tweets. And we're back on Leslie Marshall. I'm talking with Scott Paul, president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing, about the 2022 AM Made in America gift guide, free to view at tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. We're talking about and highlighting uh, someone putting a spotlight on some of those companies in some of those uh, states throughout our great nation. In the Midwest, we were talking about Indiana, and we were talking about, we just started to talk about Carved in Elkhart, Indiana. Uh, tell us about that, Scott. Yeah, uh, I have one right here uh, that's kind of blurry, but uh, but it, Carved makes uh, iPhone covers, right? There's no iPhones that are made in the United States. There's no smartphones that are made in the United States, uh, but it makes these really cool covers uh for for iphones and other types of phones that, that are this extraordinary art and they're handmade these guys started this company up it's a great story uh and they're really successful because they have these beautiful designs and durable uh, and i've had mine for a couple of years and it's uh it's worked super well um but it's uh you know you can't buy a lot of gadgets that are made in the usa uh, as we know but but at least this is supporting something in that ecosystem uh and and this this company uh is is has some really really beautiful and durable uh designs uh for for folks out there one of my favorites coming up right now is uh in minnesota uh it's a gold paw series uh the products uh, from this company i just think they're cute and uh, a lot of people are very much into their pets and uh making sure their pets are as comfortable and warm as we are in the winter. Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, well in Minnesota, you know, even the dogs get cold. And yep. and so they Goldpaw has these cute as the Dickens uh, sweaters and fleeces and blankets uh, and related products for, for dogs of every size. Um, and they are, some are, are plaid and kind of scotch, flannel and uh, some are plain and you can get them customized and even Leslie in LA for sweater season dogs need sweaters right and so this is like the but these are great gifts I mean this, this is truly the, yeah this is truly what a gift's about because it's not something somebody would necessarily buy for themselves you know what I mean um and uh you know if you don't know what to get a relative if you get something for their dog, it's a win-win, right? You know, a hundred percent. And and it's just they're, they're so cool. I mean, I I just I could spend all day just looking at the dogs on the website. And I'm I'm with you. That's why it's one of my favorites. It's yeah, just it's so, so cute, just, and the items right. are cute. Yeah, check it out. Um, by and by the way, on the website, um, you know, at AAM, you can just click. You know, when you get you know a link to the company, and uh, that just makes the shopping so much easier, so much quicker. In Ohio, this is a company I bought a lot from when my kids were younger. It's <laughs> called Simplay Three, um, and if anybody out there has um, little tykes or Step Two or had it, which I certainly had plenty of them in my backyard, um, they were easy to clean. Uh, they, they were durable. They didn't break. And believe me with my son that, that, you know, my son and daughter, but especially my son, uh, that wasn't easy. And this is in Ohio, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Tom Murdaugh is the name of the, the, the designer of first little tykes, uh, as, and, and now simply three. And, and yeah, I just, I mean, we had little tykes when our boys were young and I know that in our neighborhood, they got passed down to like four or five different, you know, sets of kids as they aged out of them. And they were still going strong. It's, it's amazing. But these, the Simply Three, they have water tables. They have other things for, 
for kids. But Tom Murdoch, uh, they make all these uh, products uh, in um, uh, in Ohio. Uh, he was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, this this is the latest iteration, and they're so great and. Especially Leslie, when we want to get kids away from the screens for a little bit, yes, having that interactive play, yes. uh, that Simplay Three is is uh, is 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 irreplaceable. Uh, and they have a lot of creative things. I had I, I used uh, stuff with. They had a thing with sand, and then we had a thing with water, and then just a thing they climb, and then a thing that you have shapes. So it's you know it's very good for learning. Let's go to Utah Lifetime. Now, I didn't know about this company, and I wish I had because my son plays sports and one of them was basketball. And as he grows, the hoop has to. And they hold the first patent for an adjustable basketball pole on the market. Tell us about Lifetime in Utah. Yeah, so Lifetime makes a lot of different products. And actually, it's a mass market company. You can find some of this at stores like Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, Costco, Walmart from from time to time is that big of a brand, which is nice to see, right? Now they don't make a hundred percent of the stuff in the United States, and some of it is is with with imported materials, but a lot of it is uh, made there. And yeah, we have the adjustable uh, basketball uh, <laughs> that my son could dunk on, uh, you know, when he was younger, and we've gradually raised it raised it up to ten feet, and and it's it's great. But yeah, if you yeah if you have kids who've played hoops, you've probably seen Lifetime as an option. And the great thing about it, again, is that it is durable. Yes. <laughs> Unlike some of the other stuff yeah. that's out there, and it can withstand blizzards and wind and rain and all sorts of, of wear. And and again, if you, if you need an outdoor table or other outdoor furniture, they have uh, that stuff as well. Uh, and it's just a great, great brand uh, and a company that has grown uh, right there, made in Utah. In Virginia, something I have in my purse, something my kids have in their backpacks, chapstick. And a lot of us use it, not just in the winter. Out here in L.A., it gets kind of dry because it's the desert. Uh, You know, it and it has so many different things. They have their, you know, SPF formula. They have their tinted, you know, more moisturizing. I mean, they've really come a long way from like the one option when I was a little kid back in the day. Uh, Tell us about chapstick. They come they uh, are produced in Virginia. Yeah, I, I was, and this was this was kind of cool because one of our stakeholders is the United Steelworkers Union. I know you know them uh, well, Leslie. And so I had, first of all, I had no idea where chapstick was made. I I couldn't have guessed. And so yeah, it's made you know down in Richmond, Virginia, and I had no idea that it was steelworker made, uh, which is pretty great. But you're supporting union jobs uh, when you're buying chapstick, uh, and and when you're getting that lip protection and hydration as well. So uh, it's a win-win and. You know, it's a stocking stuffer that everybody needs. I mean, yep. everybody needs chapstick, and so especially if you go like I do to Bo- I go to Boston to see my family at Christmas. Yeah. My kids, I just got my son a winter coat because he's grown again. You know, and you know, you don't he doesn't need it. You know, here in LA, I need it. It gets cold in LA. And yep. let's go to lastly, Wisconsin. These gifts are very unique. This is a perfect gift. This is perfect for people that you work with. Um, and these are the Ben Shot shot glasses. They're just really creative uh, with the various shot glasses they have uh, there at Ben Shot in Wisconsin. Yeah, the, these shot glasses look like they could be in an art museum. I mean, they have yes. all sorts of things embedded into the side, like a golf ball or a propeller or a bullet or what have you. And and they're handmade uh, in a rural community uh, in Wisconsin. And the great thing about this is that there was a Chinese company that tried to knock these off, 
okay, and, and, and get Ben Schott out of the market. And Ben Schott fought back in the courts, uh, won, uh, and got a multi-million dollar settlement uh, from from these knockoffs. But it's again, it's a it's a great company. And when you see these and how creative they are, you're like, yeah, it's a conversation piece. Uh, and and there's you know if you're if you're into the uh, you, if you're into sports or if you're into supporting uh, our first responders uh, or lots of other different causes, they have they have something for everybody. Uh, and it's a it's really really cool innovative designs that you really won't find anywhere else. No, I totally agree. And I, I've seen a lot of shot glasses in my life. <laughs> Let's go to, and yeah, I want you to go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. Uh, you can get the gifts there. You should buy American, support American businesses. And let's talk about somebody who does, and that's our president. President Joe Biden is planning to visit a semiconductor plant. Thank you that's under construction in Arizona. Not thank you for the visit. Thank you for the fact there's a semiconductor plant under construction. Um, so let's talk about the president uh, being in Phoenix uh, to visit this uh, plant. Why, uh, why does this matter? Yeah, yeah, so, so you know, we all remember that what was happening with supply chains, like with cars and stuff, you couldn't get them because there were semiconductors that were missing because all the semiconductor pr production was overseas. More threatened than ever now, in part because of some of China's actions. So Congress passed this bill, uh, the CHIPS Act, to get some of this back to the United States. Uh, and, and we've seen a massive number of semiconductor factories announced all over the country from New York to Indiana to Ohio to uh, to Nevada to Arizona to Idaho to Texas, and so the fact that this fifty-two billion dollars that, that, that Congress has has done for loan guarantees and other sorts of awards to build semiconductor factories, the, here's the thing: this TM, TMSC, the or, or Taiwan Semiconductor TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, that's building this factory in Arizona is investing like $40 billion there. And again, that's just one instance. So you have this $52 billion public investment that's being leveraged all over the country, and it's gonna make our supply chains better and create jobs. What a win-win. It is a win-win. I love that create jobs. I love hearing that. Speaking of, help keep people in their jobs by American. Check out the 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2020 AAM. Back after this. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. If you want to check out that 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide, it's free to view. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. You'll find about products made in the USA, support local businesses, large and small, keep Americans at their jobs or get more Americans hired. If they have to make more, they have to hire more. Um, let's keep the jobs here. Let's keep the manufacturing here and the production of these goods and let's keep quality in our uh, shopping carts. And you're not going to get that for that. Buy, you know, three T-shirts for 10 bucks made in China junk. Uh, let's go back to Scott Paul, president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing. Now, I just said the, the bad word, China, uh, made in China. You know, Scott, this is funny. It's a true story. Um, I was reading a piece in The Hill called It's Time to Revoke China's Normalized Trade Relations. I read it. It was very interesting because um, China is not my forte to speak about necessarily. And I learn a lot from people that 
write about it and know about it. And when I finished reading it, I saw it was written by you. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about it. The piece is on the Hill. You can check out the Hill. Um, I also you know, believe I have uh, retreat, retreated it, retweeted it after I read it. It's called It's Time to Revoke China's Normalized uh, Trade uh, Relations. Um, and a bipartisan majority of Congress, you write, normalized trade relations with China 22 years ago in 2000. And its advocates sold the deal to the American public like it was an obvious choice. And this is what Bill Clinton said, quote, if we do this 20 years from now, we will wonder why we ever had a serious debate about it. And that was at Silicon Valley to entrepreneurs. And he said, quote, if we don't do it 20 years from now, we'll still be kicking ourselves for being so dumb. Now we're kicking ourselves for being so dumb. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, I, I mean, I think that uh, Clinton was right in a way, but for the wrong reason. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, and I remember because I lived through this debate. I mean, I was working for uh, working people at the time trying to de defeat this proposition and we were mocked uh, for for opposing this, like standing in the way of progress. Well, of course, this is going to make China more democratic and it's going to be a win-win and all, all of this other, uh, you know, nonsense that, that was being spewed. And I want to make it clear. I harbor no ill will towards Chinese people. Um, and, and, I, the, the, uh, and this isn't about picking a fight with Chinese people. This is about uh, picking a fight with the Chinese government which does have a lot to answer for, both in the treatment of its own people and in the way in which it's managed its economy in a way that hurts us. And unfortunately, through that decision that we made 22 years ago of normalizing trade relations, we enabled this. We enabled companies to go there. And of course, they were eager to go there. Uh, and, and, and that continued for a long time. And so there's a lot of folks who are complicit uh, in all of this. And uh, I was pleased because this, you know, finding a way to kind of unwind this special uh, tariff rate that we give to China has been on my mind for a long time. And uh, I was glad that uh, a group of experts that's been appointed by congressional leaders, both Republicans and Democrats. So there are folks that Mitch McConnell appointed on this commission. There are folks that uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, appointed uh, said that, yeah, it's time to revoke this normal trade relations that were granted China 22 years ago, assuming, I mean, we'll go through a review and has China lived up to uh, lived up to its commitments? No, the answer is emphatically no, it hasn't. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things impressed upon me when you, when you wrote this, you wrote, quote, the ruling Chinese Communist Party has turned inward, away from the promised economic reform and liberalization that it never seriously attempted in the first place. It's, it's almost like sidebar. When we have a conversation about COVID, where did it really come from? Did it really come from that lab in Wuhan? Let's be honest. We will never know. And we will never know because this is China, Chinese Communist Party ruled China's MO. They make promises that they don't keep. They never, they never were serious about the promises they made in the first place. In other words, we can't trust them. It's China. We couldn't trust them then. We can't trust them now, uh, not just with COVID and Wuhan, but obviously with this. Uh, with with not just trade, but with reformation uh, to their economy, and, um, and and that definitely touches upon the world economy, obviously, and and liberalization, and 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 then of course the human rights abuses. The list goes on. Yeah, that's that's right. And I want to be clear. I want to see China succeed. 
I want to see it, uh, China to continue to build up its middle class. Uh, I hope its citizens have a voice uh, in government. I hope that uh, its production becomes cleaner, uh, certainly from a carbon perspective. Uh, but what we have to stop is this wishful thinking <laughs> that somehow China is going to magically change its behavior when we have 22 years of evidence that it will not under any circumstance do that. And so it's the obligation, I think, of our lawmakers to clean up the mess that their predecessors made. Uh, and, and some of them are still in office. Actually, Nancy Pelosi voted the right way on China, uh, uh -huh. PNTR 22 years. She, she, she voted, she would, did not want to give China a blank check and she was 100% right about that. But uh, I think it's something that you could find folks like uh, you know Marco Rubio uh, to agree uh, with Democratic senators on. Right. So I, I would hope that there's that possibility of getting that done uh, you know, in the new Congress. And, and one of the few things that we can do that will uh, help level the playing field for American workers when we're, we're really, really seeing some progress uh, in manufacturing now and in manufacturing jobs. And I just hate to see that get washed away by some action that the Chinese government would do that would help uh, corporations ship more jobs uh, overseas from the United States. Now, before Thanksgiving, the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission um, was going to be reviewing China's adherence to uh, the commitments that was made back then, as you mentioned. Um, do I, I mean, what, what, I'm not asking you to go to Vegas on this, but how, do you think they will find China has not been compliant, that they are out of compliance with that agreement, the original agreement? Yeah, I think, look, I think it's pretty clear that uh, China has been out of compliance for um, for, for a long time with all of this. And it's not just me saying this, it's this the review commission. Uh, right. Anytime our U.S. trade ambassador has looked at this, whether it was uh, Ambassador Lighthizer in the Trump administration or Ambassador Tai in this administration, they say the same thing. I, I think that even um, think tanks that, that support more trade with China would be forced to say, no, China's not meeting its commitments. Uh, they, now, they may disagree with taking away uh, the, the trade status, but, but even they can't disagree that, that China hasn't met its commitments uh, on, on this. And so, so, yeah, I think it's time to call a spade a spade uh, and, to, um, and, and to set course. And, and the impact that this will have, Leslie, is that it will create more diversity in supply chains, more reshoring to the United States. And we already, like I saw breaking news over the last 24 hours that Apple's looking at pulling its production out of China. And that they is a should. huge deal. So, yeah, no they, no, they should. So if the commission finds China to be out of compliance, which we know they clearly are, um, will the trade relations have to be suspended based on those findings? Or is that uh, something that the commission can choose to do? Or is that like, you know, a, a, a mandatory a mandatory happening uh, that trade relations yeah. have to be suspended because they're out of compliance. Yeah, that's, that's, what the finding that's, is. A great, that's a great question. And so the, the process right now is that uh, we, we would, Congress would have to pass a bill to revoke normal trade relations with China. And so it would reset our tariff rates. Now, mind you, we already have some tariffs on Chinese product, right? Those were put on place in the last administration, but this is for all Chinese products 
that are covered by tariffs. And so that tariff rate would go up from virtually nothing to um, a little more substantial. And it would also permit China, like if China's making progress, that you could review that tariff status and bring it back down again. So it's, it's both a carrot and a stick. But right now, we have a blank check. <laughs> and that's the wrong thing to do. So I would- And China probably, because this has been going on for over two decades, probably is like, hey, they haven't noticed. That's right. That's right. Or, or no one's willing to do anything about it. I, I think that's yeah. I, I think that's exactly right, Leslie. And so, so I do think that it that, that if you know Kevin McCarthy said that the Republicans in the House want to look at China, I think this is an issue for them to look at. I mean, yeah, they can look at the lab or whatever. Fine, but this is going to make a real difference for the American economy for our future moving forward. Absolutely. Scott, always a pleasure to have you on. I want to remind people once again, if you're looking for holiday gifts and you want to support American-made products by Americans working here, American business owners, whether they're a small business owner, the mom and pop place, or even big companies, there are some big American-owned and operated companies here, uh, producers of goods, American-made goods here. Uh, The 2022 AAM Made in America gift guide is free for you to view. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. You can also find it by following Scott and the AAM on Twitter. On Twitter, follow AAM at Keep It Made in USA and follow Scott at Scott Paul AAM. Once again, free view at tinyurl.com forward slash 2022 AAM. Buy something different and neat, made in America, buy American support, our, our economy, our workers, our business owners, big and small. I'm Leslie Marshall. Scott, thank you for being with us. We love, I love this guide. Thank you for doing this every year. Hey, right back to you, Leslie. Thank you for having me on.